You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. A group calling themselves the Professionals League under the African National Congress says it is time to start having a different conversation about the socioeconomic challenges facing South Africa. They're calling for what they've termed a Cadessa-style convention, which they say must look at issues, for example, around land, white privilege, among others, to address some of the issues around poverty in South Africa. Let's speak to the Secretary General of the Professionals League, Tulani Kobani. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Tulani. Poverty, as you you know, we've seen over time, is majority black, and this is something we've known over the course of time, yet it appears as if this issue is not being adequately addressed. Why? I think, uh, good morning, uh, Bongi, and good morning to your listeners. Uh, just getting on the question itself, I think the main challenge here is uh, we, we live in a country where we have, up, we have normalized uh, a very abnormal situation where we come from a known past of apartheid where black poverty was engineered, was designed, and the system had made black people to be poor by all means. And when we got into that process, um, unfortunately, we started a very nice process, which was started by Madiba and others, in terms of the Kodesa and everything, very nice, peaceful negotiation. But we left the national question, which is the economy. And the economy has not been addressed. It, it, it has been a piecemeal situation, and and it's been 30 years. And if you look at it, I think the situation is unbearable. Uh, unfortunately, people need to travel to see this country. I saw a place called Eniza Moyetu around Hope Bay. If you look at the living conditions there of black people, you realize Host tables are much better than the shanty uh, teen homes that black people are living in. But it's normal in South Africa. It's okay. And unfortunately, there's no light in sight of who's doing what about this situation. And if it's not addressed, I think it will reverse the gains that were done by Matiba and others. And so one thing's about the fact that, I mean, not far from where we are this morning, clip down, just where the Freedom Charter was in fact adopted is still a lot of people still living in squalor there and as you're describing some of the areas across the country and you're saying that this is something that needs to urgency to urgently be addressed but you are in the ANC which has been in power for nearly three decades now so this is a serious indictment on the party no, no, it is an indictment on the part, but maybe let me just clarify this one point, uh, uh, yes. the, the main issue with the ANC is as part of its renewal agenda, this of, of organizing and mobilizing professionals has been our approach in terms of helping the ANC with its renewal agenda, but getting fresh perspective of what we call the advanced detachment of people who have been trained, who have been organized by the ANC, giving us NSFAS and the likes. But unfortunately, that door has not been properly being opened. So as you see, we, the professionals league, we understand that the, 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 the struggles and the agenda of especially black professionals in this country has can't be left to waiting for us knocking on the ANC. Our members are free. 
to be members of the ANC in their own right. But at the moment, ours is to deal with the agenda without following mm. any partisan stance in terms of understanding the challenges of our country, but also understanding the major task first by professionals who have no representative even in government and in the private sector where they are they are severely abused. Mm. And and some, of course, have looked at what you said, and they say that there's, for example, a party like the EFF that is trying to deal with issues specifically around some of the black professionals as well. And some are saying that, you know, you're possibly trying to take the steam out of them, transferring power to Lutuli House. No, no, no. We're not taking steam and power from 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 anyone. I think EFF talks about their. I think their struggles of being uh, removed forcefully from the ANC itself, and they had to create something for themselves, which is okay. But EFF has also existed for quite a number of years. In, in, in terms of really dealing with the situation head on. And, and as I say, all of them are sitting in parliament together with the ANC, but nothing is forthcoming. They've also been part of the bandwagon of people who have normalized the abnormality. There was a song about the return of land, which is indeed at the belly of the economic discussion for ownership of the economy by black people specifically, but that has become a, 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 like a, a football, a football of, of, of politicians. It just talks. It's, it's, it's hot air. There's, there's no tangible or concrete situation that says what needs to be done. Monies are wasted on, on unnecessary conventions, calling people to discuss about how parties could share power. What, what power do you want to share when black people are living in squalor? What power do, do you want to share when black people have got no access into anything that is economical in this country? If you look at the numbers, they are appalling. But the Gini efficiency numbers always tell us every day that South Africa is one of the highest unequal countries in the world. But nobody talks about that. Nobody wants to tell people now that black people are still in poverty in their majority of numbers. When you talk about unemployment, it's just that we don't call spade a spade. It's black people who are unemployed. It's not anybody. Maybe we should start saying black people are unemployed. This is the percentage and put it up there on the scoreboard so that we are clear. Poverty unemployment, you call it sicknesses, everything, it belongs to black people. It's not anyone. So we can't sugarcoat it anymore. We've waited to give our leaders and the government a chance. They are now sitting on the high table, and they are happy to just release the crumbs to the people who were systematically removed and the decision was made that because poverty is man-made. And in this country, poverty is made by white privilege, and we need to deal with white privilege so that we can share in, in the wealth of our economy. And, of course, there's a lot of talk about, you know, just, just how skewed the picture is and a lot to say just after, you know, what you've just said. But as we wrap up our conversation in about 10 seconds, let's talk about these Codessa-style talks. How do they unfold? The intention, Bongile, one is for us to, we intend to be action orientated, petition the National Assembly where all the lawmakers of this country are sitting to agree to convene this type of a Codessa gathering 
petition the Constitutional Court on the question of the civil liberties that exist in our Constitution, where black people are not enjoying those at all in terms of how poor they are, how they are struggling in this country. Once that is achieved, whether one of the institutions allows and and gives that uh, go-ahead, we are then able to say private sector, government, politicians, everyone, as it was done in the past, anyone who's an, who has an interest in this country progressing as a united country, let's sit on the table. Even the resistant, uh, privileged white people with their anger and not wanting to share anything, they need to come to the party where then everybody sits and we say, this is a problem. It's a ticking time bomb. If we don't want a civil war in this country, let's sit, let's talk face to face. What can we do to make sure that black people are, are, are brought up? I suppose we can't only blame white privilege, though. There's black people at the helm as well who are creating the problems. I, I agree, Vanil, uh, 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 but the, the source of this thing comes from apartheid. And even if you look at the numbers, yes, they are black people, but what are their numbers in relation to land ownership? What are their numbers in relation to the economy? Where is the South Africa's economy? South Africa's economy rests in the hands of white males who are very few in numbers. Relatively, we can speak about those black people, but very few black people own stables that are better than anybody's house. Very few black people in Cape Town who buy the parking bay around the beachside that could cost an arm and a leg of a house that somebody lives in in, in one of the suburbs who thinks right. they've got money. So, so, so the picture is very clear. White privilege is a problem. But there must be deliberate actions to make sure that we deal with the problem of black poverty. A mother killed yeah. about three or four kids. And, and in South Africa, this is normal. How, how, who spoke about it? Which politician said what? I spoke to one politician who said, but the mother was receiving social grant. Who can live on social grant with four kids? And, and that's normal. All right. Uh, I suppose we'll continue to have this conversation because there's a lot to unpack when it comes to that and also looking at who is in power now, juxtaposing it to, you know, the time of apartheid, as you say. But of course, the lev- the, the playing fields have not been leveled for quite some time now. So it does, of course, you know, also paint the picture, as we've said, over time of how skewed this picture is and how a leveling needs to happen as a matter of urgency. But uh, that was Secretary General of the Professionals League, Tulani Ngobane. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.